Hi guys, my name is Iberi Agbaje. I used to be a Iberi Ayara, then I got married and I now be a Iberi Agbaje. So I'm a mix of Igbo and Yoruba. I'm so quick one, I am documenting this as an audio journal for my struggle with mental laziness. <laughs> this is not funny guys. This is real. It's been so real to me for the past, what, eight years. I think I should have done more. I should be at a better place in my life, in my purpose, in my career. But somehow, I take that leap. I move forward, and then I move backwards, and then I struggle with any season I'm in. And then sometimes I have this urge to do more, and then I get lazy. So quick background about me, I studied computer information system at Bakwak University here in Nigeria. I graduated with a good grade and um, I went for the mandatory NYSC, um, it's called the National Youth Service Corp, where it is mandatory for every graduate of any college or university in Nigeria to partake in um, for one year. So I did that. I pretty, I pretty much had a good job. I worked at the registry of an institution and also the academic affairs. I was doing well there. I did well, but I wasn't retained. Of course, I wasn't even looking at being retained. I didn't want to be in that environment of being stuck at another state. Of course, I wanted to move back to Lagos. So I did move back to Lagos after my service year and then the job hunting started. I had a friend whose mom worked at a consulting firm and they were looking for a contract staff to basically do a verification job for a client. I had a very good friend, Laolu, who is now my husband. So we jumped at that offer because we were job hunting and I mean, it was a job for a short period and we did that for like a month. We had a good pay and it was pretty much good. I met lots of people and in my head I thought I was building a network anyway, but I didn't act on it afterwards. So immediately the job was over, I got tired and I thought I had done so much and I needed a break. But little did I know the time was passing me by and instead of job hunting seriously, I was relaxing in my father's arms. <laughs> so I eventually woke up from my slumber and stayed looking for a job. It was difficult to get a job. It was just difficult because really I did not have enough soft skills. I did not have so much going for me. I mean, I was just fresh out of college and yes, I pretty much could do some basic things with the computer and maybe some um, a little bit advanced stuff with the computer, but I wasn't looking at settling into a job that would, you know, just be more of um, strictly computing job anyway. So I honestly did not also know what I wanted, so I was just a job hunting. I think that was what made it a bit difficult. I became more serious with my spiritual life because I felt the closer I get to God, being prayerful, being hopeful, I would get a job. So I would attend midweek services, I would attend church services, and I got talking with the brother in church, 
I told him my challenge and what I wanted. So he promised to introduce me to someone in church who was doing well. I mean, this man has been in the U.S., moved back to Nigeria to set up a business. And he was basically employing young people to put them through his business. And also, he wanted people who were very, you know, sound. I told him not to introduce me to the guy, that I would walk up to him myself and introduce myself and tell him what I could do. So I did that, and I don't know where the boldness came from, but I met him myself. He couldn't talk to me so much, so he gave me his card and um, told me to give him a call or shoot him a mail, which I did the following Monday, and he asked that I send my CV or my resume, <laughs> which I did, and he told me to come in the following day for an interview. I got in, and we had this quick interview stroke chat, and <clears throat> I didn't think I wowed him so much, but he saw that I was hungry for whatever it was I was hungry for then, and, well, he told me to start, start with him. Um, this place was really close to my home, um, he wasn't promising any huge payments or salary. He just wanted to see what I could bring aboard for them. So I was diligent with that work, if you ask me. I worked as an administrative officer. I worked as, um, they had this in-house developer who was building a site for them and he needed somebody to help with the database as the back end of the system. I was quite a little bit versed in SQL then, so excuse me, I could do that and I was assisting, I was learning on the job and I was just going on. In fact, I filled so many shoes that I did different kind of jobs while with him. It wasn't even like a definite um, job description. And at some point I got tired, you know, a company wasn't doing so well or so great as it used to and I wanted something more. So I started looking out for more, and more indeed did I get. I got something better, but that took me out of Lagos, and I was in Ondo State in a power station for four years. Mm, I made my mark there. I did what I needed to do there, and I was going to get married, and I knew I wouldn't be living apart from my husband. I wanted to move back to the city where he was, so I decided to quit my job after marriage and moved back to the city where my husband was, which is Lagos. And I felt, oh, opportunities abound here. I could be on the lookout for jobs and it won't take me so much time to get one. So I thought, although I also planned in my head to go into another part of computing, which was um, becoming a test analyst or a quality test analyst, I had been studying, I had enrolled in a program while working in a different city. I had done some stuff. I thought, okay, I could pull this through. And, well, I updated my LinkedIn profile and, you know, I, le- I was learning on my own. I got a friend eventually to put me through a lot and I was going. it was going steady. I got um, two job offers. Um, sorry, not offers per se. They were invites for an aptitude test and also an interview. I would scale through the aptitude test. I would scale through the first interview. By the final interview, where I have to get the job, 
things like oh you've not been in this field for a long time we want someone who has been working diligently in this field someone who they, they don't basically do not want a fresher in their job so for me it was a new it was a it was a change of um job from what i was doing before to this new skill i just acquired and so that really put me down you know i wasn't encouraged and i got upset and it was like i just stopped studying and equipping myself so in the past also at while working i tried to do one or two things so i am someone who would research the internet for a lot of things and when i do research i apply especially when it means so much to me so i'd learned importation from china i'd learned so many things and in fact i was importing my goods myself then i would sell um weavers attachments um for hair uh, i would import jewelries i would import all sort of stuff or i would sell on the side or i would give people to sell for me and all of that but after a while i stopped basically why i'm saying why i'm saying this is just to let you know that i could push for things and get it done when i want it however i if things are not going my way or i'm not getting the result i thought i should be getting i somehow back off and just let it go and never visit it and then i move on to another thing and then i do it like 50% and then i leave it and move on and that's been the cycle and deep within me i knew i just had to break this cycle i start up something i'm committed to it for, for for a while and after a short while i stop or something gets the better part of me and i just give up i move on to something else i start a commit i stop i move on to something else so it's like i'm not properly skilled in whatever i learn or i start to learn basically it it's like i know a bit of everything but i don't know them so well i don't know i can't i can't say oh i know my onion very well in this particular area or i could do this very well i know tits and bits of it tits and bits of it is not enough to make you see yourself as a game player in that particular field or like i can bring so much value and even probably monetize it so that has been my challenge and like i said the purpose for this um audio journal i'm documenting is to walk you all through what i've been through what i'm currently still on and I am determined to actually break the cycle because it's been a lot. I've been out of a job since 2017 January. Yes. Oh sorry, 2018 January up to now. We're currently in 2019 um October. Yes, I did look for a job, I didn't get it and somehow I just gave up. I got pregnant in between and pregnancy was not working the back for me. It was it was um It was a challenging period for me. I got sick and a whole lot of things happened and I took that break within myself to have my child, nurture my child to a place where I think I will be fine to move back to working or doing something great. And so yeah, I am. My baby is 7 months. She's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. She looks exactly like me and 
I look at her every day and I say, okay, daddy goes to work every morning. She's beginning to understand that daddy gets dressed and daddy goes to work. Mommy stays at home and mommy watches over me. But I want to be more for myself, more for her, more for my husband. My husband is excelling, is smashing and breaking records, is is doing extraordinary things, man. Your guys is is awesome. And being a wife to someone like that, I don't need anybody to tell me I need to step up. I don't need anybody to tell me that, come on, girl. He's doing so great. He's not limiting you in any way. He wants you to flourish. He wants you to also maybe rub shoulders with him when it comes to his to career. Oh, he wants to be proud of mentioning what you do for a living. Not like he's ashamed of me. I probably call myself a domestic queen, managing a home front and excelling here. I'm proud to be in this season. But at the same time, I know this is not all I'm called out to do. This is not who I am supposed to be on this earth. You know, I can't keep, you know, thinking out of the box, trying to see what I can do. Then I commit to it. And in a little while, I give up. And I say, oh, no inspiration. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, like sometimes I don't even have any reason. So my prayer life, I committed to God to help me out of it. At the same time, I'm making, taking baby steps to achieving this. And one thing I realized recently, I had this talk with my husband and, you know, we've had so many talks anyway i think he's not hard of he's not hard of me yet i don't want him to be because he's genuinely six different ways to help me and i'm so grateful for that but recently we had this talk and i i told him one thing that pushed me and was helping me back then when i was much younger to research to learn to apply back then was there was um I was reading a lot, you know. I was reading lots of books. I was reading I was reading a lot of things. And I sort of stopped. I stopped because, well, for starters, it affected my educational grade. I was in school then and I realized I wasn't reading my academic books, but I was reading a lot of so many things. And I realized that there was no balance and I needed balance. So I had to stop. And when I stopped, I genuinely stopped reading anything. So I wouldn't read books that would impact me. I wouldn't read even novels. I wouldn't even read magazines. Like, I literally just stopped reading stuff. And honestly, when you stop reading things, things that could genuinely impact you and help you, it's, I tell you, it kills something in you. It. I, don't, I didn't get that fire anymore. There was nothing burning inside me. So I told him that I think the first step for me is getting rid of this mental laziness or whatever it is that keeps me um, uh, captivated or glued to things that do not matter or do not impact me. And one step to get out of it is reading. Read, read, read books that would impact me, books that would help me and improve me. Listen to audio messages. Maybe get a coach, you know. And indeed, a coach I've seen. Not like she knows she's a coach to me, but 
I listened to more of her messages and some of the few things she she puts out there and it's been so inspirational, so helpful and basically gave me this you know, this thought, this hey, go, do you know, and here I am doing and I pray to commit to this fully do and let you in on this journey let you all in on my journey i'll share things i learn each day how i'm applying them and how they're working out for me and i really hope that if you stick with me on this podcast series that you will learn one thing or the other that would impact you that would help you or most importantly help you to be happy for me as I improve my life and also you improve yours. Thank you for listening till I see you guys next time. Bye.